Gavin uh, Gavin Newsom continues to f up California, and I think it's important to watch the descent of California into hell. Uh, social justice is getting crazy and stupid just in time for the holidays. And I think Greg Popovich needs to learn a little about the hist- history of basketball. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, this will be my last day this week. I'm going to Las Vegas, so I'm going to take a little vacation. Um, but first, I so much, I, I, I can't stand the fact that I, I really try and limit myself to a half hour. Uh, because there's so much going on, it's not even funny. And uh, first thing I'm going to talk about is something really important. The inflation is up to 5.4%. Now, I already talked about inflation a little bit yesterday, that most people are paying about $175 more a month. And in you heard Joe Biden sit back and say that, hey, salaries are going up. Salaries are, are, are definitely going up because they're paying more. To get people to work, the problem is that a lot of people don't want that money, and they just leave the workforce. I mean, I I left the workforce. I retired early, just because there was no point in me doing this. Uh, and the big problem is that uh, inflation is beating out the is beating out the salary raises. So your salary is actually going down right now, even though you're getting paid maybe three, four dollars more. You're actually an hour. You're actually losing money now because gas has gone up. Everything has gone up. Well, inflation. By the way, the inflation rate going up five point oh four percent does not include energy. That is something that I found very interesting. That gas, which is up over 25%, I think is thir- I think gas is 30%. It doesn't include electricity. It doesn't include water. It, it doesn't include any of that stuff, which is all going up. So um, the inflation rate is going up. We are officially in stagnation. We are not moving at all. The same number of people that are being hired are actually also leaving the workforce. So you've got a, you've got 194,000 people that were hired last month versus 183,000 that actually left the workforce. And why are they leaving the workforce? Because the Biden administration continues to promise money that they will be taken care of, that they're making more money on the child credit, welfare, food stamp. This is a very dangerous time because here's the thing. I would love to tell these people, you know, that money's going to run out. And then where are you going to be? And this is where depressions and recessions come from. Where there there are absolute there's no food and things like that. They were talking, there's actually a an article. I can't remember where I read it. It was just something I picked up that steak is going to be like champagne and caviar in about a year. Because it has gotten so expensive. Steak is up I believe they said 15%. I know bacon is up at least. It went from $5 to $5 for a pack of 12 to $7 for a pack of 12. I mean, that's a 40% raise. And here's the question we've got to ask, and maybe we'll sit back and we'll talk about it. Is this on purpose? 
Now, we already know that the Biden administration does not want us driving because of the environment. You know, the, 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 as Michael Knowles says, the sun monster. We're all afraid of the sun monster. Um, they, we already know they don't want us eating meat. What a coincidence. Meat's gone up 40%, and they keep telling us we should be eating bugs. you got to ask yourself, this doesn't seem like it's an accident anymore. That this is not just mismanagement or incompetence. That this is what they want to do. So that's a that's great news. And then we haven't even talked about Southwest Airlines canceling a couple of thousand flights because of these vaccine mandates. Now, at first, Southwest said there were no vaccine mandates. It had nothing to do with the vaccine mandates. It was bad weather. Of course, everyone was sitting back, well, where is there bad weather? And if there's bad weather, why isn't any other airline actually suffering? American Airlines never had a problem. Literally, Southwest canceled 28% of their flights. No other airline canceled more than 3% of their flights. So if there's weather, you'd think everyone would cancel. Well, today, or yesterday, excuse me, Southwest actually admitted, no, it was the vaccine mandate and it's Biden's fault. I don't know where this country goes right now. This is becoming a very, very scary situation here. Thank God. Joe Biden is going to have until December to actually get his $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill passed and his $1.5 trillion infrastructure passed, or it's not going to get passed. Guess what? We are entering the 2022 campaign season, and people don't like these bills that he's spending. And by the way, that $3.5 trillion, we talked about that. That's going to be well over $5 trillion. And that $1.5 trillion is going to be well over $2 trillion. So seven, spending $7 trillion is not a thing that people want to do, especially with, the, especially with the economy the way it is right now. And some, one of the polls that basically said, because Biden's continuing to drop, um, one of the polls has basically said is that the government is incompetent. They shouldn't have more money. And if these people actually vote for these tax, if these people actually accept some of those tax the rich programs they're talking about, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're thinking. They don't know where the economy is going to go. It will literally fall off a cliff and we will be in a recession. We're getting there. He's working. But one place I do like to point out all the time is California. Now, Gavin Newsom is really on fire. Maybe he wants another recall election because that's where his ideas are really going to lead him. They're absolutely insane. And we have quite a list. Now, I do point out California for two reasons. One, well, three reasons. Let's go three reasons. One, it's such a nutty state, and these policies are so stupid and idiotic. I love pointing to California because those are the same policies that the country, that the Biden administration actually wants to go. That's what they want to do. 
Two, it sees the trends of other leftist states. New York makes some vaccine mandate, then California. It's the first of its kind in the country, so California does the same thing. We're okay. I told you, New York made a vaccine mandate for the hospitals and healthcare workers, first of its kind in the country. I said, just, I said, I told you, just wait until California, three days later, they said, all students must be vaccinated from five to whatever. I was, I wasn't wrong. And finally, um, this is a guy who wants to run for president. So we should actually watch what he's doing in his state. And I live here. I really give a damn because I wanted to stay here. I can't. I have to move on. So here we go. This is going to be a longer podcast only because there is so much we have to talk about. And I'm going to be gone for a few days. So, so long, Elon Musk. Elon Musk has announced on Thursday of last week, he's gone. And he's going to be pulling tens of thousands of jobs away and taking them to Texas. Uh, the reason is convenience and affordability. Uh, Musk stated, to be clear, we uh, will be continuing to expand acti- our activities in California. There's a, uh, you got a, uh, there's a big red flag there. Our intention is to increase output from Fremont to Giga, Nevada by 50%. So in other words, they're actually going to expand, not in California, but Nevada. If you go to our Fremont factory, it's jammed. It's tough for people to afford houses and people have come in from far away. There's a limit to how big you can scale in the Bay Area. In Austin, our factory is like five minutes from the airport, 15 minutes from downtown. Then later, Musk tweeted, quote, frankly, this is the final straw. Tesla will now move its headquarters and future programs to Texas, Nevada immediately. If we even retain a Fremont manufacturing activity at all, Fremont is in the Bay Area. It will depend on how Tesla is treated in the future. Tesla is the last car maker left in California. He made sure he wanted California to know that. This was pointed at California. The last part is important where he said this is the final straw. It's because of Lorena uh, Gonzalez, a Democratic Assemblywoman. She's pissed off because of the salaries Tesla pays and the fact that she buys into that crap that Musk doesn't pay his quote, fair share of taxes, and that he receives billions of dollars of subsidies. She basically tweeted this great intellectual argument with with Musk, uh, to Musk, directly to Musk. F. Elon Musk. That's what she said. That's what she said. A very mature response from a congresswoman. Well, now California has lost tens of thousands of jobs. Uh, Musk realizes that he's never going to get treated well in California. So he basically raised the middle finger. And on his website, tesmania.com, he sat back and said, Tesla moved its headquarters to Texas following the explicit offer from California, from a California assemblywoman. Exactly. So there you go. That's California. That is California. They're just going to be a disaster. Okay, another thing that Gavin Newsom has done is he's going to allow euthanasia. That's right. Uh, this is the right. Uh, this is the right for a patient 
to end his or her own life due to terminal disease. Now, according to UCLA Health, the you will be allowed to end your life if you're 18 years or older and a resident of California, have a terminal disease that cannot be cured or reversed that is expected to result in death within six months, have capacity to make medical decisions and not have been impaired due to mental disorder, have the physical ability to take and ingest the drug. Now, I have mixed thoughts on euthanasia. I've seen people with stage 4 cancer. Uh, it sucks. They are in extreme pain. I'm not 100% that assisted suicide is the moral thing. And that comes from the Bible. The Bible says you shall not commit suicide. And they basically say that the pain you suffer in life is something that will disappear in the afterlife. Uh, the one reason I don't use, and that's one of the reasons why I'm against this, by the way, but I don't like using the Bible as a reason, as a debating point, because a lot of people I debate are against the Bible anyway. They don't believe in God and they don't believe in the Bible. So that's fair enough. And it's hard for me to argue without using the Bible in this case. But there are a few, there are a couple of things. First off, this does violate the doctor's Hippocratic Oath. The doctor, they are there to promote life. They're there to, I, I can't remember the exact Hippocratic Oath, but they're, they're there to do everything they can to make someone better. And what this also doesn't take into effect, that miracles do happen. I do know one person, one person in my entire 53 years on this earth who had stage 4 cancer was expected to die and he ended up surviving. And uh, he just died about 10 years ago. That happened when I was in my 20s. So there, believe it or not, things do happen. And some of those things are good things. And if you play God in this case... And that's my Bible argument. I'm sorry. If you play God in this case, you may F up. And we as human beings, we can't do this. But the one reason I don't like this law is because of the give a mouse a cookie rule. And the give a mouse a cookie rule is based off the children's book, Give a Mouse a Cookie. It said, it basically starts as give a mouse a cookie and he'll ask for a glass of milk. Give uh, at when you give him a glass of milk, he'll ask for a napkin. When you give him a napkin, blah blah blah. It goes all the way down. The give a mouse a cookie rule is applied to politics, and I've said this before, because where could this law actually end up? And that's important. Now Democrats are really about, especially leftists, they're about population control because they believe you have to control the population in order to um, solve this environmental problem. A bunch of people have said that. That is not, you You can look that up. That is not a, that's not a rumor or a conspiracy theory. They, they, ha they actually say that. What's going to happen when, let's just say, are you going to legalize suicide for people who are depressed? For 20-year-olds who are depressed, or 21-year-olds or 22-year-olds? instead of actually treating the depression, that's a very, that's a possibility. They do it in Europe already. 
I mean, let's take a look at how drugs have gone. Now we've legalized pot in California. Now they're talking about legalizing cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin. This is the give amounts of cookie principle. Once you allow or legalize one thing, then it just leads to other things that, no, that shouldn't be allowed. So, no, I am, I am completely against this law. Okay, and then another law that he's decided is to um, require stores to have gender neutral, a gender-neutral toy aisle. No kidding. Seems like a very important law with some of the problems we might have. Okay, the bill would, this is what the law reads. This is how the law reads. The bill would require a retail department store that is physically located in California that has a total of 500 or more employees across California retail department store locations that sells child care, child care items or toys to maintain a gender-neutral section or area to be labeled at the discretion of the retailer in which the reasonable selection of items and toys for children that sells shall be displayed regardless of whether... I, I, I'm reading this stuff. Do you understand anything that, that they're actually saying? I'm reading this. This is the law. We'll get to it. Whether they have been traditionally marketed for either boys or for girls. Okay. <laughs> there are some things wrong. First off, it's just flat out unconstitutional. The state can't tell a, a private business how to market their stuff or how to organize their stuff within the store. It's just unconstitutional. Okay, and this is one you probably picked up when I read it to you. It's extremely vague. It raises a lot of questions. Like, what is reasonable selection? What does that mean? What is considered gender a gender-neutral toy? A ball? Legos? Who is going to decide what is gender-neutral? Who is going to monitor and enforce this? I thought there was, and then this is a big thing. I thought there was no sex, according to California. A man can be a woman, a woman can be a man. Blah, 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 blah. The little boy feels like a girl today. He wants to play in glitter. There's a reason I bring the glitter thing up. I go, I mean, my thought is, what do we need a gender neutral aisle for? Doesn't it depend on. The kid feels like in that day the law will go in effect in 2024 the first offense will lead to a 250 dollars fine we don't know what any of this means so it doesn't really matter each sub subsequent violation will lead to a 500 dollars fine assemblyman evan lowe who introduced the legislation he said this quote part of it is to make sure if you're a young girl that you can find a police car, fire truck, periodic table, or dinosaur. And then similarly, if you're a boy, if you're more artistic and want to play with glitter, why not? Why should you feel the stigma of saying, oh, this should be shamed and going on a different location? Okay, here's, here's the thing. Um, I don't remember any aisle at Toys R Us, which is gone now, actually saying boys section only. Do you remember any of that? I don't remember girls section only. If I wanted glitter, guess what? I went into the arts and craft area and got glitter. I'm a man. I've actually 
needed glitter and I had to go get glitter because I needed to put it on some sort of glue thing on a on an old projects. And if you're a girl, you can't say, oh, here are the cars. I want to buy a police car. Here are the cars. So, okay. What, what, what? Again, that goes to the point of what is gender neutral? So, cars are for boys or... Aren't you pointing out that there are some things that are gender that are gender related, like cars? Stupid law. Another thing is, it looks like uh, Gavin Newsom is trying to bring us back to the 1850s, or he's trying to force us to get rid of grass. I'm not sure which. Okay, so Gavin Newsom signed a bill uh, this week, last week. Uh, that outlawed the selling of gas-powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers, and chainsaws. I guess we're going back to manual mowers, water hoses, and rakes to clean our to clean our pavement and hand saws. So 1920. Um, this goes along with the laws that the law that they're actually pushing to ban gas-powered cars in 2035. There's also Part of the bill states that generators must be regulated to a certain amount of pollution. Now, considering the number of brownouts we have in California, do you realize California actually sits back and tells us we shouldn't plug in our electric cars between hours of like 4 and 9 o'clock because our electric grid is so out of date that we could actually be sucking a lot more out of the grid by plugging in our cars. The law states, Assembly Bill 1346 directs the California Air Resources Board to phase out the sale of small off-road engines by 2024 or as soon as feasible, whichever comes later. The new law also redirects the board to identify and make available, where feasible, funding for commercial rebates to go towards the purchase of electrical equipment. Can I tell you what's going to end up happening? Can you imagine if you're a freaking gardener or landscaper and you need to plug in your freaking leaf blower and uh, lawnmower? Which, by the way, there aren't even electrical lawnmowers yet. You're basically... This guy is actually attacking working people. He's attacking gardeners, landscapers, and people like me who did his own lawn for 20 years. Incredible. State Assemblyman Mark Berman, who authored the legislation, said, quote, it's amazing how people react when they learn how much this equipment pollutes. No, it's not. It really isn't. And how much smog forming and climate changing emissions that small off-road engine equipment creates. First off, throughout this article, not once, not once did they say anything about how much it, these, these pollute. Not once. It's like the farting cows. There are no statistics. There's no data. They just say it does. And we need to take them at their word. Okay, continuing. This is a pretty modest approach to trying to limit the massive amounts of pollution that this equipment emits. Not to mention that massive amounts. Massive amounts. My... my um, 
my gas-powered lawnmower emits massive amounts of what's it called of pollution even though i use it once a week not to mention the health impact on the workers who are using it constantly wow wow uh is this legal i don't know i i can't see how it is since there are no electric powered devices and this is going to affect small business I have absolutely no idea. It's just so. Well, here last last law that I'm going to talk about is California has decided that we need to forget about math, literature, writing, science, computer technology. We don't need any of that stuff. We need ethnic studies to get our kids through life. So Gavin Newsom has signed a bill that makes California again the first to mandate public high school students pass an ethnic studies class as a graduation requirement. The San Francisco Chronicle reported, high school students in California will be required to learn about the contributions and oppression of people of color in America. Under a measure, Governor Gavin Newsom signed Friday. According to the outlet, the new law adds one semester of that ethnic studies course to uh, the state's high school graduation requirements for public schools starting in 2029-2030 academic year. Newsom said, America is shaped by our history. Much of it is painful and etched in woeful injustice, of course. Students deserve to see themselves in their studies. Listen to that part. And they must understand our nation's full history. Bullshit lie. Sorry, I cussed. Uh, because history, they change history here. If we expect them to one day build a more just society. You know what? I would rather them actually learn how to add, subtract, divide, and multiply. How to write. How to read. I would like them to learn about the history of the United States instead of some BS that they're coming up with. By the way, history of the United States they're talking about, this is critical race theory. This is the introduction of critical race theory. There it is, right there. Now they're mandating you have to take an entire semester of critical race theory. So, and by the way, that's uh, the Chronicle in San Francisco actually reported that, that the Republicans didn't want this because this was an introduction to critical race theory. Assembly, Assemblyman Jose Medina, who actually wrote this law, The inclusion of ethnic studies in the high school curriculum is long overdue. Students cannot have a full understanding of the history of our state and nation without the inclusion of the contribution and struggles of Native Americans, African Americans, Latinos, and Asian Americans. Um, By the way, what's missing there? What about Irish, German, French, Italian, um, English? Where are they? Well, we didn't contribute at all, me being Irish. We didn't contribute at all. We just oppressed people, even though the Irish, and especially the Irish and the Italians and the Germans, were actually kind of enslaved, and most of us came over here as, um, as indentured servants. That doesn't matter. 
I want to acknowledge the countless young people, high school and college students, teachers, and professors who have organized, demonstrated, boycotted classes, and gone on hunger strikes to demand more equitable, inclusive educational system. Okay. So here we go. California is implementing critical race theory. That's essentially what it was. Gavin Newsom never accepted the fact that he was being recalled. He just saw that this recall election was another election. And because so many people did not want to recall him, he saw it as a mandate. So now he's doing every insane crap in the world. And I personally think California's lost. I think we're done with California. And we're probably going to have to move. I don't see any way of saving California. Okay, now let's get to something important. Uh, you know, we can't forget what's happening around the world. Some of it's because of us. Some of it's because of Joe Biden. You know, I, listen, a lot of the problems around the world are not just Democratic faults. I, I think we've, as Republicans, and I'm not really a Republican, but we've been kind of ignoring it. And we really can't ignore a lot of this stuff. We, we need to kind of pay attention. So let's take a look. and let's, let's talk about the Middle East. Because, you know, the Middle East is like the bastion of who we should trust, according to everybody. And, you know, the Middle East kind of sucks. I would be pissed off if I lived in the Middle East. I mean, I, the chicks walk around in full burkas and stuff, so you can't see who's hot and who's not. Um, the most attractive thing you find is you're in a desert first off and there's no water so you shower once a month and uh the food is like i don't know what they grape leaves and crap i don't know what they eat over there but i'm sure it's not it's not steak and the most attractive thing you've got out there is a goat so i i i think sand up my butt and sexual attraction to goats would probably make it that the Middle East, they're pissed off all the time, and I can't blame them for being pissed off all the time, and they hate the United States, they hate the West, and they hate the West, it's not just the United States, uh, they hate the West, uh, there's a, 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 her name, I can't remember, Ayana Hersey Ali wrote a book called Prey, so a lot of the crap that's happening around the world is happening a lot in Europe. And she's a great, great writer. Um, very interesting book, moderately short. Uh, it's called Prey, P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. And she basically is a Somali immigrant. And she talks about how uh, Middle Eastern men are having a real hard time trying to adapt to Western civilization. It's, it's really a great book. But anyway... So, yeah, the, the Middle East, they've got some things to be pissed off about. So you can't necessarily blame them. But the problem is they get pissed off and then they start nuking people. And they start doing terrorist things like, I don't know, knocking down the World Trade Center and sending airplanes into the Pentagon, fun stuff like that. Well, according to The Hill, Iran is not playing well with others. And I... <laughs> And Joe Biden doesn't seem to get it because he keeps pushing this. So Iran ha has 
nuclear material in a couple of weeks, they're going to have enough nuclear material to create a nuclear weapon. Now, whether that weapon is a nuclear missile, a nuclear bomb, a dirty bomb, I, I, we don't really know. But Joe Biden had a good idea. He sat back and decided to uh, do something to, I guess, curtail Iran from creating a nuclear weapon. So according to The Hill, the sanctions targeting the Mammut Industrial Group, Mammut Industries, and its subsidiary, Mammut Diesel, were originally imposed by the Trump administration in September 2020 as part of an effort to increase the maximum pressure campaign of sanctions on Tehran over its nuclear activity and actions in the region criticized as maligned and destabilizing. So he decided to remove those sanctions. So now, not only is Iran a spit from creating a nuclear weapon, they're going to be able to make a missile for it. That's awesome. And we're going to actually fund these people. We're going to give them their money back. That's right. Let's give Iran missiles, money to build missiles. Yay, United States. Uh, you know, it looks like Israel is going to have a really busy time in 2022, because if you think they're going to put up with this, you're nuts. They are going to just start blowing away little by little on Iran. So good job, Joe Biden. Afghanistan's kind of a mess too. So the Taliban made an announcement on Saturday that, uh, they would, uh, by themselves handle the terrorist cells in Afghanistan, and they would not, they do not want the United States to help or have anything to do with it. As essentially what this, this guy said, he said basically flipped us the middle bird and said, you have nothing to do with this country. Leave us alone. Now, who didn't see that coming? The Taliban hates this ISIS-K, if that's even a thing. We don't even know if that's a thing. We're being told that's a thing. Okay. And they are actively hunting down these people. Now, we don't know if ISIS-K is actually ISIS-K or if ISIS-K is actually just a bunch of people that don't like the Taliban. We don't know. But they are killing people. Well, they're killing everybody. They're not just killing ISIS-K. Um, we are actually hunting Al-Qaeda because Al-Qaeda did that little thing, you know, some guys in Al-Qaeda did some things back in 2001, like knock down our World Trade Center, smash a plane into the Pentagon, kill 200 Americans on a plane on the way to the White House or the Capitol building. Um, they did things. That's who we're actually at after. The problem is the Taliban is actually allied with Al-Qaeda. As a matter of fact, the Taliban, when they took over the country, they actually opened up the prisons to let al-Qaeda out. So, so much for that over-the-horizon crap that the Biden administration uh, said we had, which we don't. So how's the Biden administration going to deal with this? How about giving the Afghanistan the Afghanis money? Does that sound good? Does that sound a little motivating to let us do what we need to do in Afghanistan? The United States decided to provide humanitarian aid to the poor. What that means is they're going to give the money to the Taliban because they are going to take, because the Taliban is going to take the money and give nothing to the people. 
Afghanistan, by the way, is in real trouble right now. They're about to lose all electricity and power because they haven't paid the power companies since they actually took control. The economy is collapsing because the Taliban can't run an economy. They don't even have any currency. People are not showing up to work because they're not getting paid. They're currently working with China and Pakistan to try and get back on their feet. You notice the United States? We're just giving them money. We're not asking anything from them. And by the way, you think they're not working with Iran? I'm pretty sure Afghanistan, which borders Iran, they're actually working with Iran too. So good job, Sleepy Creepy Joe. You are just really did a great job in Afghanistan. And I'm so glad that your foreign policy is doing so well over there. This is going to be the fun part. I'm, I'm kind of going through this quickly. Uh, this might take me a bit of time because I, I think this is really fun. It's the social justice warrior crap, the woke crap that's going on in the world. We all, I could actually do this every day, but there's so much of it. It just gets old after a while. But the funny thing is, it's like big companies that are promoting this stuff, which is really insane. So Superman uh, has decided to go woke. So DC comic writer Tom Taylor revealed Monday that the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, their son was formerly Superboy, is a bisexual and will have a gay lover by issue five of the new comic. He said having another straight white savior would be a real opportunity missed. So this is what Taylor actually told IGN. IGN actually is more of a gamer gamer publication. Over the years in the industry, it probably won't surprise you to hear I've had queer characters and storylines rejected. I felt like I was letting people down. Uh, letting down people I loved every time this happened. But we are in a very different... You know, there's a reason people didn't want... Publishers didn't want that kind of crap in their comic books. We'll get to that. Why? Continuing. But we are in a very different and much more welcome place today than we were 10 or even 5 years ago. When I was asked if I wanted to write a new Superman with a new number 1 for the DC Universe, I knew replacing Clark with another straight white savior could be a real opportunity missed. Okay, so there there are a couple of things about this whole thing. I don't okay, first off, I need to come out clean. I don't read comments comics. I don't care about DC or Marvel comics or movies. I I just don't like them. I, I all this stuff. I I've heard there have you seen this movie where the guy with the claws has a kid or some crap? I, I never saw it. I don't care how good it is. I can't remember the name of it. I should. It was named after one of my kids, the movie. But I, I just think they're dumb. I, I don't like them. I don't care about this story at all. I think it's an important story because it just shows how the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ plus community is beginning to infect everything. I think that's important. I also think it's important to understand that straight white men are evil. I'm a straight white man, and I'm middle-aged. That's worse. Uh, we're evil, and I'm tired of hearing about all this crap. So I think there is some importance to this story. 
Um, the big question I have when I read this little quote is, what exact opportunity did this guy miss? Maybe publishing a comment that will comic that will sell maybe five issues until gay Superman decides to have sex with the person that was introduced, by the way, it's going to be a, a, a gay reporter with flaming pink hair and he's going to end up with a gay relationship with this reporter. You think that's going to sell your comics after the fifth issue? I tell you what, the first issue and the fifth issue will probably sell outside of that. That stuff probably not going to sell very much because here's the reality. Contrary to the popular belief, comic guys are nerds, but they are guys. They're not social justice warriors. I know a lot of comic book guys. Yeah, they're a little overweight, but they're really into chicks. As a matter of fact, when they're not reading Gay Superman, they're actually watching porn. With women. Usually lots of women. So, that's not a thing. Most guys that actually buy this crap are straight white men. Um... The other thing is that this little situation has already been solved back in, like, the 50s. Clark Kent never had a relationship with Lois Lane. Now, I'm sure in from the 50s till now, that's been changed. I don't know how. Back in the 80s when they did the movie, Clark Kent, or Superman, or whatever he is, kissed Lois Lane and she almost died because she couldn't... Here's the thing. Clark, Superman is an alien. He's not human. He looks human. He's not human. That's why he's Superman. He can do things on Earth that can't be done anywhere else. He couldn't buff Lois Lane. He would have killed Lois Lane because she couldn't handle him. All right, they did this in the movie with Margot Kidder and and that guy that fell off the horse thing, uh, Christopher Reeves. They did that already, and the only way he was able to boff Lois Lane was by actually. So what what's going to happen when Superboy, that's now Superman, his name is John Kent, mind you, not Clark Clark Kent's son is John Kent. What's going to happen when he boffs this this guy with the pink hairs reporter? What do you think is going to happen? Well, if we follow Superman in the past, this kid's going to blow up inside and die. But here's the whole thing. This is, this is where there's a real problem with this culture that we're having is that these guys want to normalize something that's just not normal. Clark Kent... Having sex with Margot, having sex with Lois Lane was not normal. By the way, uh, there's a guy that actually wrote, it's called The Myth of Superman. I'm trying to remember his name right now, but they talk about how Superman is actually supposed to be asexual, not sexual. He can be attractive, attracted to somebody, but sex is not a thing. It makes him human, and the point of superheroes is they're not human. They're not normal. They're not average. Umberto Eco, that's who wrote the myth of, of Superman. And we've lost that in the last 10, 15, 20 years. That suddenly Superman is a human being. 
Now, the only thing that, so, you know, I, I think that's, that's a real problem because it's beginning to infect others. I mean, look, we're trying to find out whether it'd be a good idea to make double, uh, James Bond 007 into a black man, which I don't think is that big of a deal, or a woman, which I think that's, a, that's kind of a thing. The only thing I like about this, co- this comic, this idea, is at least Superman is not Clark Kent. It's his son. But I think when they're, this guy, this Taylor guy, he's missing the point. You are trying to make... And he does a bunch of things that are wrong here. I heard the CNN interview we had. I didn't, I didn't copy it and post it here. But he does this. He sits there. Superman is going to be victimized and have all sorts of emotional issues. He's Superman. He's not supposed to be a victim or have emotional issues. This is another problem with today's SJW. They don't understand why something is popular. And then they try and twist what's popular. But at least they didn't deal with Clark Kent. I mean, that's fine. So Legos is also another one. Legos has gone woke. Which is too bad because I like Legos. I, I, I'm trying to finish this damn Millennial Falcon Lego with 8,000 pieces. I effed up somewhere. And now the thing is just sitting here because I have no idea how to fix it. So I'm probably going to have to reverse engineer this damn thing. But they've decided to become more gender neutral. It's a building block. It's a block. It's like the wood we used to build back in the 70s when we were in kindergarten. Okay, it's a block. So this is what Lego said in a statement. Ensuring more inclusive play and raising the debate around gender norms is critical, not just for girls, but for any child. The Lego group knows that the boys are also battling prejudice when it comes to creative play and playing with toys that are traditionally seen as being for the opposite sex. 71% of boys versus 42% of girls say they worry about being made fun of if they play with a toy typically associated with the other gender. That's called bullying. That's a normal thing. I I got news for you. I was made fun of for playing with anything. It's just, that's... God, talk about overreading something. Continuing, the company is committed to making Lego play more inclusive and ensuring that children's creative ambitions, both now and in the future, are not limited by gender gender stereotypes. We know there is work to be to do, which is why from 2021 we will work closely with the Gina Davis Institute of Gender and Media and UNICEF to ensure Lego products and marketing are accessible to all and free of gender bias and harmful stereotypes. Dude, they're building blocks. They're blocks. You hook them together. And by the way, I, I'm i sorry, is it illegal for a girl to buy a, a, a Lego set? Is it illegal for a boy to buy a certain, illegal, uh, a certain Lego set? No. Here's what I'd like uh, Lego to do. Not worry about whether their building blocks are gender neutral 
What I'd like them to think about is how to make these blocks less painful when someone steps on them in the middle of the night because the kid didn't put them away. How about that? Come up with something like that. How about softening those edges a little bit? Oh, so stupid. Okay, and I know I'm really going late, but I've got to do this because I didn't talk about Christopher Columbus. Um, Christopher Columbus, of course, got it was Christopher. It was Columbus Day on Monday, and he got a lot of crap, as you know. Even though he's been dead for 400 years, for some reason we're still, you know, worried about Christopher Columbus. And there's some really stupid people saying a lot of really stupid things. Well, here's a rich lefty named Greg Popovich, who is the coach of the NBA's San Antonio Spurs. Now, this guy has always said stupid crap. He's always said stupid crap. Well, he continues to do it here. So let's listen to what Greg Popovich, who, by the way, you know he is very intelligent because he coaches an NBA basketball team. Uh, He's worth probably tens of millions of of dollars, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. So let's hear what this genius has to say. And I'm being sarcastic, if you can't tell. Let's see hear what this genius has to say about his thoughts on Columbus Day. You mentioned that, but it, it made me think a little bit beyond. I think the proclamation was obviously appropriate, important, needed, and all those sorts of things. But... Uh, I'm a little confused about our city and why it's Indigenous People's Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a New World genocide. That's what he did. And beginning with him and what he set in motion and what followed meant the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola, which was Haiti and the Dominican Republic today. That's what he did. He took slaves, uh, he, he mutilated, he murdered, uh, and we're gonna, they're gonna say slash and honor him? Well, you know, I gotta give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it and that's a step in the right direction but what the hell is alamo heights thinking it's columbus day that's why they're off on monday you know maybe there's something i'm missing and i'm ignorant but it makes me feel like they're living in a phone booth and they're educating our kids columbus day and we're going to honor that and it's 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 no knock on italian americans that's a silly argument you know it's it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. I mean, it makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian-Americans. And so there are a lot of states that have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we, we that backward that we have school districts that do that? I'm amazed. Just amazed. Okay, so here, here's here's the whole thing. I think that Greg Popovich needs to, I don't know, read a book, learn a little history, okay, or how about this, not even that, how about a little common sense, okay, Columbus was an explorer, not a colonist, as a matter of fact, he was crappy 
at colonization. He didn't start any genocide. Most Indians died when the Europeans came in from disease. By the way, which diseases they already had. Not like smallpox and, and chickenpox and measles, things like that. Uh, not a lot of vir viral uh, epidemiologists back in the 1400s, 1500s. This guy needs to learn a book, is essentially what he needs to do. By the way, the Spanish actually embraced the Indians. Where do you think a Mexican came from? The Spanish supported, Spain supported, Queen Isabella specifically, supported the Spanish marrying the Indians. That's where Mexicans came from. Mexicans are not indigenous people. Mexicans are the offspring of Spanish and Indians. Slavery was illegal in Spain. It was, it was completely discouraged. Columbus actually sent 50 slaves back to Spain and Columbus got in trouble for that. He actually got thrown in jail for it. And then Queen Isabella sent all those people back to, to where they... Hispaniola is what he's talking about. So... He talks about the natives dying because of genocide, which was from disease. But he doesn't talk about the Aztecs, who are the modern-day heroes, according to people like him. They sacrificed 88,000 people in three days. How did they do that? They took their, the warriors that lost in battle, cut their chests open, and pulled their beating hearts. And by the way, before we talk about how innocent the indigenous people were how this place was with rose gardens and, and peace and love, they already had their version of herpes. They already had their own version of syphilis, which, by the way, they did spread to the Europeans. They Scalping, where did that come from? They were cannibals. Cannibal, cannibal, the, the word cannibalism came from an Indian tribe in North America. It's just this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's not make let's let's not put the indig and here's here's a big question. This is gonna flip everyone out. I know I could get into trouble for this one. And I've been blocked already a couple of times. What have the indigenous people done? What societal change have the indigenous people done besides bring corn? I can tell you what Christopher Columbus did. He traveled around the world when they thought the world was flat. Ended up in the United States. Yes, and then they'll say, well, he thought he was in Asia. Well, yeah, but we didn't know. And he started a country that ended up being Western civilization. That started Western civilization here. He was an explorer. He took a chance. And he survived. He had to deal with a lot of things. People were dying on his ship. <coughs> they didn't want to come. <coughs> they wanted to stop. And he continued. He had to manage. He was a sailor. He was an explorer. He wasn't a colonist. Matter of fact, he went back to Spain three times. 
And by the way, Greg Popovich, basketball coach, do you know where basketball came from? Apparently not. Maybe read a book. Basketball came from the Aztecs. The Aztecs used to set up a 12-foot perpendicular hoop. (coughs) That hoop, by the way, (coughs) that hoop, by the way, perpendicular, the basketball hoops you use today are parallel to the ground. This was perpendicular to the ground. And you would have five men with stone balls, 10-pound stone balls. They would have to throw that ball through a hoop. The winning team, yay, they won. And you, typically the games were one nothing. All right. The losing team, the head coach would have his head chopped off. What would happen if Greg Popovich lost the game? If he was an Aztec, they cut off his freaking head. So much civilization back then. I don't want to hear it. I have studied the Indians. I've heard all the arguments. They're absolutely terrible. And, and, you know, the Nazi comment is just stupid. You can, you know, the Germans did more than just be Nazis for, what, 20 years? Germany's been around for thousands of years. They weren't just all Nazis. Like this guy. This is, But this is the simplicity of the left. So what am I saying? Popovich is an idiot. Don't listen to him, just like all of the left. Okay, I went really long. Again, I'm going to be in Las Vegas uh, because apparently my fiancé thinks that I have way too much money. On Monday, I'm going to get with you and we're going to talk about the little incident I had with a mouse. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.